Happy Wednesday, everybody! Oh, Winter Wonderland Wednesday! <laughs> we are inching ever closer to Christmas Day, everybody. It's so close now, it is a week away. A week. Next Wednesday. A week away. <laughs> Mo, Mo's feeling extra sing-songy today, and we're just going to roll with it and pretend like it doesn't bug us. <laughs> Coming up on today's show, <laughs> mistakes churches make in December, plus the latest news, a game, and more. But first, it is December 18th, like we said, and we got a few holidays to celebrate today. Holidays. 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 Okay. <laughs> okay, that was too far. <laughs> Mine was too far. Okay, we know where the line is, everybody. That's the line. Don't cross that. Because that's too far. Too much. Too much for a Wednesday morning. Yeah, just, just, a, <laughs> just a little Defined too. line right there. <laughs> We found it. Um, hey, today is Answer the Phone Like Buddy the Elf Day. <laughs> Let me hear it, Matt. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? <laughs> so Matt and I were having a conversation before we started recording, and I asked, well, how does Buddy answer the phone? Because I didn't remember, and Matt <coughs> let me know. And then my question was, well, if I'm answering the phone like Buddy the Elf, do I answer it? Mo the elf, what's your favorite color? Or do I say buddy? Yeah, that's a good question. And I don't really know the answer. I would assume you would say your own name. Because it says like. Right. Not as. But that's not a a clean cut answer. Because like could also mean like you are. Um, so let's look it up. Let's see what we got here. It's observed annually. Uh, no, you're supposed to say Buddy the Elf. What? Answer the phone today by saying Buddy the Elf. What's your favorite color? And it okay. says you should do this everywhere, whether you're at home, at a friend's house, or at work. You can even answer other people's phones in this manner, just as Buddy did. As the holidays are approaching, this is also a good day to watch Elf. It's sometimes shown in theaters during this time of year, so you could check out to see if it's playing nearby. Hmm. And often, TBS runs a whole weekend where they just play it nonstop, so... That might be going on, too. I don't know. I don't know if they still do that anymore. I don't know. So I'm going to take it up a notch. And, you know, you <clears throat> need to start answering the phone like Buddy the Elf, starting right now. Everybody, now. Everybody. But if you call someone and they don't answer the phone like Buddy the Elf, then I need for you to scream into their ear. Cotton-handed ninny muggins. Cotton-headed <laughs> ninny muggins. And remind them. Yes, I knew it. Cotton-headed ninny muggins. And remind them that the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loudly for all to hear. Okay, today is also Bake Cookies Day. Hey, hey, my wife's celebrating that day today. Yep. They make her and her sister and her mom make a big old batch of cookies. Like, well, no, I say batch. They make. Like 18 batches of cookies yeah. uh, over the course of a week and then go out and deliver them to roughly 50 different families or houses. Such a cool little tradition it that they started. They stress out about it so much, though. Every year. <laughs> it's a whole big to-do. Like, it is a lot, yeah. Because it's not just this week of baking. 
because, I mean, I don't know how they did it this year, but in years past, like, you went three weeks ago. Night, right? <laughs> and it was too much for you. It was just a little too much. <laughs> now, listen, it was also a little too much that I was inside your mother-in-law's house with five kids, <laughs> all under the age of nine, I think. <laughs> yeah, at the time. That were running back and forth, just being loud and crazy, and that, yeah. Yeah, I can't go over there for that exact reason. It's just wall-to-wall, just people going nuts. Exactly. (laughs) It's in the kitchen living room area. It's wall-to-wall, cookies, baking, butter, flour, sugar, everything. When one's in the oven, and another one's proofing, and another one's cooling, and you're working on one over here, and... But the whole rest of the house has been overtaken by children. Mm-hmm. So it's wall-to-wall <laughs> toys. Toys. And Everywhere. Food that they've picked yes. up and crumbs. And yeah, it's yeah. just a mess. Yeah. So I love them for it. I think it's an <laughs> awesome tradition. They, Deidre invited Hillary to come try this week, this uh, this year. I don't know how it's going to go. But I have a feeling it'll be very similar to your experience of... One night was enough. Yeah, I'm good. I I forgot about uh, uh, things I have to do every single night Uh after this. Yeah. So, just so you know. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for the invite. Didn't you actually, like, just ghost them for that week? (laughs) Because I remember Daedra not being able to get a hold of you after that day (laughs) for a few days. I mean, that's a possibility. (laughs) (laughs) Not trying to call you out. I mean, I would have too. (laughs) Oh, I'm just not going to answer that. (laughs) (laughs) It's possible. It could have happened. I don't want to tell them that if I sit in that house one more night, I'm going to lose my mind. (laughs) They're going to have zero cookies because I'm just going to start throwing them everywhere. Uh, Hey, it's also National Ham Salad Day. Yeah, we feel the same. No comment. Yeah. (laughs) And lastly, it's National Wear a Plunger on Your Head Day. All right. Okay, so we're Larry Boy, I guess. No, I would assume it's more like... I'm not going to say it. I was going to say... Okay, I'm going to say it. (laughs) We're going to say Homer Simpson, because you're going to mock me again. And I don't think it actually happened in an episode. I think it only happened on a DVD menu screen for season... Four of the show. You've got a problem. <laughs> Where a plunger gets stuck to the top of his bald head and he's just tugging on it and he can't get it off. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> you have a real issue. I like The Simpsons a lot. Is it because you identify with Homer? I really do. And I'm getting closer and closer to Homer. If everything goes according to plan, my weight and my age will converge in the perfect Homer Simpson year. Because I believe he was 36. That like That's his official age. And he weighed 239 pounds. So I have like two years to get down 200 pounds if i can do that converge them and i will be homer simpson (laughs) 
there's so much more to strive for (laughs) within one's life. You have such low expectations for yourself. This is a big goal for me, okay? (laughs) How about you back off my journey? (laughs) (laughs) This has been a dream since I was a kid. Okay. Oh, I'm kidding. (laughs) My bad. Have your dream. But that is my goal. Wait. Yeah. It's 239 because that's exactly 200 pounds less than where I started. I'm like, if I could get there, I'd be happy. Yeah. What doesn't help is that there's an episode of The Simpsons where he tries to get make himself disabled so he can work from home. And he finds out that if he's uh, obese, he uh, can qualify to work from home. And it only took him to get to... 301 pounds to be obese and I'm like ooh how come I'm not working from home (laughs) (laughs) he was relatively shorter than you I'm sure that there you go I don't know that or he just looks short because of Marge's hair can we move on Marge's tall blue hair can we move on that's iconic hey do we have some artist updates today don't have a cow man okay (laughs) (laughs) Nobody better lay a finger on my my Butterfinger BBs. Oh my gosh. Okay. Remember Butterfinger BBs? Those were a good candy. We need to bring those back. I don't like Butterfinger. I don't like normal Butterfinger either, but Butterfinger BBs were the bomb. And it was a ratio thing. There was more chocolate. Yes. Again, I'm giving you the the thing that you're right. Why are you looking at me like this? Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. This is, we're bringing up yesterday's garbage. I'm not even going to get into it again. You're right. Reese's trees are garbage. How about that? How about that? They're hot garbage. They're pointless nonsense. That's right. I said it. (laughs) I don't even know what to say to you anymore. (laughs) You know what is worse? What holiday candy is worse? I just Christmas want you to version. know that you're going to go back and listen to this <laughs> week's episode, and you're going to realize that you're the one who sabotaged every day. It wasn't me. It was not me. I was not the one who rambled on you're the, you're for the level-headed 18 one. pages, level-headed front one, and me? back. And just so we're clear, Y-O-U-R means you're. Y-O-U-R-E means you are. That's a friend's reference, and all my friends' people are like, yes! Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh. Not using it correctly, Joe. <laughs> uh, but no, the candy that's worse at Christmas is Twix. They make like a Christmas Twix that's kind of shaped like a, I think it's a nutcracker. Really? Something. Okay. But it's just bad. They They up the cookie ratio in that, and you're like, that just ruins it. It ruins it. Ruins it. Ruined. So since we're on the subject of Twix. Sure. And you've already sent us to you know where in a handbasket. Um, I like to eat Twix by biting off the top layer of chocolate and caramel and eating that and then eating the bottom layer of cookie and chocolate that separately. That is how Charles Manson eats his Twix. <laughs> And yet, week by week, you sit in a small enclosed room with me, and you don't fear for your life. I have it on good authority. Hitler ate his Twix. Exactly like that. 
You've, That's a psychopath way to eat Twix. You've learned a little bit about me this Why week in my past. Are you really surprised? <laughs> You're Adolf Light. No. <laughs> Kidding. No, no, no. Let's no, not no. compare Mo to a genocidal maniac. Um, do you have blue eyes? <laughs> I do. <laughs> You're blonde. Yeah. So, I mean... Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I'm blonde and blue eyed as well. well I have blue green eyes, but yeah. Yeah. We, we, never mind. Gonna take us down a weird road. I'm gonna say a phrase that is gonna wind up coming back to haunt us someday. Yeah, so let's move on jest. to artist updates. So, artist updates. Go. <laughs> Casting crowns, Juan DeVivo is speaking out. He posted a public service announcement in all caps this week. They are rebranding Fruitcake. Do not, I repeat, do not fall for this. Just because they slap an Italian name on it doesn't mean anyone should eat this. You're welcome in advance. The photo was a picture of a fruitcake named Penatone. Mm-hmm. Have you had it? Is that all that it is? It actually is amazing. It's a ta- it's the Italian version. So they've gotten of to you fruitcake. That's what you're saying. <laughs> how much is the fruitcake? How much is big fruitcake paying you? So here's the thing. <laughs> We're going to talk ratios again. <laughs> Are you ready for no, this? No, I can tell from the picture. Yeah. There's more cake. Yes. To fruit. Mm-hmm. Like a traditional fruitcake is essentially just a pile of different garbage with some cake slurried in there to hold it together. But this and is And the genuine... cake is brown yeah. and it's not like But this is more like a genuine cake and the fruit is kind of speckled sp- through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sparingly. Mm-hmm. Panettone is I still would need it. Divine. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, a reminder from Danny Goki. God works on a person from the inside out while the world focuses on the outside. The world takes people out of the slums, but God takes the slums out of people. And those same people then change the slums around them. Woo, Danny. Good one. Mercy Me's Bart Millard is struggling with the family's young puppy. He posted a picture of the dog and added, this is Obi. He is so lucky his cuteness pierces my heart more than his razor-sharp devil teeth do my face, legs, arms, and couch. Every sweater we own, my poor kids, somehow just my expensive shoes, my face, every Christmas ornament, my face, one sock from every pair of socks I own, and lastly, my face. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just curious if the rest of his name is Juan Kenobi. Don't dogs just typically have one name? Uh, no. I feel like you're wrong. I feel like you don't know what you're talking about. My dog is Ace of Base Oaks. Oh, that's just frustrating. <laughs> Tyrion Lannister Oaks. And Khaleesi, Mother of Dragons Oaks. Right. <laughs> I'm not familiar with Game of Thrones, so I didn't know where you were going with that. And I got a little frightened. I clenched up right after the word mother of... <laughs> Everybody just had 
to check their app for a second because it was dead air as we're both silently laughing. No sound is coming out. Gotta keep it PG. Gotta keep it PG up in here. There's a buffer. We were buffering. That's all that's happening. Just buffering. You gotta buffer every now and then. Oh, oh man. man. Okay. So Casting- the dogs. Oh, go ahead. The dogs that I've owned have been named. Uh, well, not I, but my family, my mother mainly, have all had one name. We've had uh, Lucky, we've had Scooter, we've had Sugar, we've had Jake, and we've had a couple other I can't remember. But then we never even called them Coker at the end, you know? It's yeah, because just... y'all are basic dog owners. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, by the way, I saw Judy and Jake... At the vet. Oh, yeah? Last week. She takes that dog to the vet so often, I'm just like, just kill it already. Oh, geez, sorry. Um, I thought I offended you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. What? (laughs) Um, No, but Jake looks like he's doing very well. He was hopping around and jumping and super excited. But I will let you know this. We're going to go back and review Monday's discussion. Okay. Okay. Your mom has known me for how many years? And in public places before, she's talked to me. We've had conversation. She doesn't recognize me (laughs) because I've gained so much weight in the last year. (laughs) She has no idea who I am anymore. (laughs) Is that Mo? Smuggling 18 loaves of bread under her shirt? Is that what's happening? <laughs> that can't be her. <laughs> She's so true. Is she, she cheeking walnuts like a squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> that is for real what I look like. <laughs> oh, gosh, Mo. <sighs> Goodness sake. <laughs> The, the staff photo that we posted online two weeks ago was taken two weeks ago. Yeah. You look normal. From from a good angle. <laughs> There's only one angle in existence. That That's I look specifically good why I asked you today, do I have to take another picture or can you just use that one that I already sent you? Because <laughs> I've been eating pie all week. <laughs> Things have changed. Just want to be Things clear. Things have gone south. <laughs> Literally. Two weeks ago, oh, Mo gosh. was a lot better than today, Mo. <laughs> all right. Did you talk to her at all? Did you um, go up to her? No. No. I wanted to, but then I was like, she doesn't even recognize me. And so then I'm like, great. Wallowing in my self self deprecation. One of your best friend's mothers does not even recognize you because that's how fat you've gotten this year. Can't be that she's old and doesn't see well. No, only of interacts not. with a few people every week and is constantly stressed out. But no, it's it's no. Which, by the way, she looks she's amazing. She's lost a lot of weight. Yeah, she's like. Two-thirds thir- two of the person that she used to be, right? Yeah. Is that? Am I saying that right? Yeah, I think so. 
She's so little. Yeah. <laughs> Judy. <laughs> the only reason she didn't talk to you. <laughs> Who dressed up that killer whale? Let it, let it in. <laughs> that was too far. There's the line. Again, we found the line. Moe's not a killer whale. She's a killer. <laughs> but she's not a whale. <laughs> I just don't even know what to say to you anymore. <laughs> My level of offensiveness is uh, at a place I didn't realize been, it could go. We've been, we've been tweaking each other all week. <laughs> we've been setting each other off. <laughs> apparently that's what happens when we take a week off at christmas time we're too busy spreading the kindness to everyone else right we have to put on all this cheery makeup all year yeah i mean all month so we can't get any of our snarkiness out exactly gotcha Uh uh-huh are we on yours are are we gonna finish these or have we wasted too much time we got time let's go casting crowns wanda bevo is concerned over a pending crisis in our country Uh oh He posted this week, I'm worried some of y'all think you have enough powdered sugar on your French toast when you do not. (laughs) Listen, it's not enough powdered sugar if until when you go to take a bite and you accidentally breathe out, (laughs) you look like a dragon. I thought you were going to go the other way. You breathe in. You breathe in and then you have a coffee (laughs) for 12 minutes. Yeah. Matthew West is doing his best to make all Christmas music safe for the whole family. This week, he rewrote Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. The updated version states, but everything is fine, so don't you worry. She escaped with only minor injuries. I like how you had to sing that, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. You did. I, did. I didn't sing uh, it. You totally sang it. You are out of your galdern mind. Okay, you just wait. <laughs> just wait. You just wait. You just, you just wait, wait, my friend. You hear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because you totally sang it. A suggestion from Matt Hammett. When entering a conversation, I think it's best to assume that the person I'm talking to is smarter than me. Better to be humble than to be humbled. Mm. Yeah, that's good advice. If you're feeling down during the holidays, Casting Crowns Wanda Vavo has a success suggestion. A succession. A suggestion. <laughs> a suggestion. Is what he has. He posted, I think a fun thing to do to lift your spirits is to start by naming all your normal things Christmas things. I have too many items. I need a Christmas shopping cart. Can you pass the Christmas salt? I have to go to the Christmas doctor. I have Christmas kidney stones. I'm not sure if it's going to catch on, but you might try it out. I mean, I kind of like it. <laughs> Why not? Christmas kidney stones. They're red and green. Exactly. That's right. There's two of them. Uh, Coming up (laughs) at the top of the hour, Mo and I are going to go head-to-head in a Christmas game. Uh, But for now, it is, what would you call it? Winter Wonderland Wednesday. There you go. (laughs) So we're going to kick off this block of music with three Christmas songs. And we'll be back. Stick around. Red 
why do you have a camera on your hat? This is the SBEST 2000, Salvation by Electroshock Therapy. This camera sees everything you're doing. This microphone hears everything you're saying. If you do or say anything contrary to the Ten Commandments, it'll give you a shock that'll curl your toes. So what's the point? By wearing this hat, you will keep the Ten Commandments, causing your life to be so holy that God will let you into heaven. For nineteen ninety five, it ought to sell like hotcakes. That's not going to work. I've been working on this for five years. Ah! I mean, two years. Oh! Okay, two weeks. Two weeks already. That must hurt. Yeah, but it kept me from lying, and I remain holy before God. Ah! Well, sort of. Fred, you're only changing your actions. In order to get into heaven, your heart has to be pure, and the only way to do that is to ask God to forgive you. Why bother with the Asbest 2000? Because I am highly concerned with the salvation. Yeah! Okay, I'm trying to make a buck here. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. It's hour two of the Wednesday show. Matt and Mo here in the studio with you today. In the studio. We got five random facts. Five random facts. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Eating spicy food releases feel-good endorphins, making it one of the reasons why people enjoy it so much. I don't get those endorphins. I was going (laughs) to say. All I get is pain and torment. Yeah. And why would I ever do this to myself again? Yeah, Chris hates spicy food. Because I keep doing it food. over and over again. Yeah. I can't even take a little bit of spice. Like, I came to that the crawfish broil. Uh-huh. You know, just put a little bit of spice. Not a whole lot. Not overwhelming. Kids are eating it and not having any problem. I'm sitting there eating shrimp, just going, <sighs> it's building every bite I take. <laughs> I was so mad at you that night. Why? What did I do? (laughs) Why? What did I do? You said, just buy a lot of shrimp for me. You bought, hold on. We bought a lot of shrimp for you. You bought enough. And you ate one small plate. To feed a whale. You bought, (laughs) you bought a shamu size. Are you calling me a whale again? You are about to be down a co-host. I'm just saying. (laughs) Oh my goodness gracious. (laughs) Don't die, Matt. Don't die. You feel so bad if you killed me right here in the studio. And that, uh, was, and that mm. was the last morning show. <laughs> I would feel bad, but I'd be kind of impressed, too. Like, <laughs> I'd be kind of honored to be the person that killed you. <laughs> Can I give your eulogy if I'm the one that kills you? 
I think that's the code of honor. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> the murderer gets to eulogize. Well, but it wasn't like premeditative murder. I wasn't trying to kill you. Well, it is now. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we've talked about it, everybody's listened to it. Listen, so I had a friend tell me last night, if you're ever honored for anything, I want to give the speech, which you're honored for. And so that got me thinking, and I thought, you can give my eulogy, because that's the only time I think I'm ever going to be. Even then, honored might be a stretch. Uh, I'll be polited. <laughs> like, what am I ever going to be honored for? I don't know. Uh, during the Prohibition era, the U.S. government... Mo- st- Mo- what? Mo- I can't even get it out. person who ate the most Reese's Christmas trees in one city. Uh, now we know why she hates that photo. Shut up! Stop judging me! I can judge myself all day long. You're not allowed to. You're just supposed to sit there and say that I'm I'm wrong, that the picture's great. Oh, man. (sighs) I can't keep my glasses on because I keep crying. Laughing so much. Listen, I just oh. need to know if our viewers think that we're as funny as we find ourselves. I really like, hope I hope so, that they're laughing just as much. I <laughs> this whole week we've been going off the rails. I mean, I want them oh. to laugh, but I don't necessarily know that I want them to laugh just as much as we're laughing, especially if they're driving, because that can be like a it's a hazard. You know, <laughs> it's a hazard. Everybody, this Maybe is a serious we, moment. We need to Look. have a disclosure <laughs> from now on. A warning at the beginning, not just for the possible PG-ish content, but also this is this is essentially drinking and taking prescription drugs. It's While not driving. safe to operate heavy machinery. You are driving under the influence if you are listening to us while driving. Oh gosh! Fact number two. Yeah, two. yeah. Golly. During the Prohibition era, era era the u.s government still allowed walgreens to sell prescription whiskey as a result walgreens went from having 20 retail locations to more than 600 isn't that crazy that's amazing that's an insane fact way to go walgreens (laughs) um spotify hadn't turned a profit until 2019 they've been operating since 2006 yeah that takes commitment this year and dedication that's crazy so does that mean there's still hope for us? <laughs> Amazon didn't turn a profit for like 20 years. Really? I mean, it took a long time to start actually making money. So who knows? Patreon.com slash radio. Don't make us wait that long, guys. Um, I don't know that I have it in me. <laughs> I, I really need to be getting paid for this. <laughs> this abuse. Man. I've never felt so discouraged in my life. (laughs) Jeff Bezos is now one of the richest guys. So, you know, Amazon's founder. So, it's all good. 
A swarm of 20,000 bees once uh, once followed a car for over 24 hours because their queen was trapped inside. That is my horror movie nightmare. <laughs> I would be so terrified. It should be a horror movie. Why are they? Bees. Isn't that, isn't that in one of the... Isn't that in a Nick Cage movie? But he's yeah he's yes is pretty sure that would that would just freak me out. Yeah, it would freak me out. Why aren't they leaving me? <laughs> I can't get out of my car. <laughs> uh, female anacondas strangle and eat the males after mating, so they can survive the seven months of fasting during the pregnancy. You see. There are too many animals where that's the situation. <laughs> the poor males only get to experience that one time. You sound like get, my mom. And then they get eaten. <laughs> that. <laughs> no, hold on. No, we can't connect it with that. That'll just the raise the level males. of awkwardness. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> one time and then you get eaten. Do they know beforehand that, hey, I'm going to get eaten after this? Yeah, they make a sacrifice. At least (laughs) we'll have this one moment together. (laughs) They die happily. (laughs) (laughs) My head's going to explode. Oh, gosh. Okay. Hey. Wait. But from laughing or because I'm frustrating you so much? Like, I I need to know. Why not both? (laughs) Why has it got to be one or the other? Okay. We're going to play a BuzzFeed game. BuzzFeed quiz. Okay. Uh, It is called the toughest game of... Christmas, would you rather? Okay. So we're going to take guesses on what the most voted for one is. And I don't even know how many of these there are because I didn't want to give myself a big head advantage. Big head. Okay. Start is what I was going to say. I have a big head. Uh, Would you rather (laughs) chug a gallon of eggnog at once? Are you with me? Are you caught up? Okay. Or sit on a mall Santa's lap for an entire hour. Chug a gallon of eggnog or sit on a mall Santa's lap for an hour. Okay. I gotta talk this out. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I feel like... See, I like eggnog, so my choice would obviously be chug the eggnog. But most people aren't like me. Uh, almost everybody who tries to chug like even a gallon of milk vomits violently. Okay, so here's the thing. Sitting on the mall Santa's lap would be like embarrassing and it would be outwardly painful, but it, like emotionally painful, but it wouldn't be physically painful. There wouldn't be any actual repercussions from it. So I'm going to have to say sitting on the mall Santa's lap. <clears throat> I was going to say that too. So, let's just do it. Yep. 57%. Y'all are too predictable. (laughs) All right. 
Would you rather have it be true that Christmas trees feel pain and scream when you cut them down? Or have it be true that Christmas cookies feel pain and scream when you eat them? (laughs) (laughs) So I'll talk out my thoughts on this Okay. I feel like it would be the tree one because... They'd only be screaming that one time and then they're gone. But if you're eating a cookie, every bite, unless you take the head off first. I'm assuming it, the picture is a gingerbread man, so I'm assuming it has a head. <laughs> it would be screaming a lot. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I had to do both of these things. But if, if the cookies scream, that might keep me from eating them and gaining another 35 pounds. <laughs> Not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna go down the road of jokes. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna say the cookies. Okay, I'm gonna say the trees. Trees, fifty three percent said trees. Stupid. I'm up one. <clears throat> Would you rather never receive another gift from anyone ever again, or nope, we're skipping this one. <laughs> <laughs> Got really inappropriate <laughs> really quick. I need to put my glasses back on so I know what I'm looking at here. Woo! BuzzFeed. Man. Come on, guys. Would you rather grow a permanent Santa beard? Okay. Or grow permanent reindeer antlers? Beard. I feel like it would have to be because men would just choose the beard. Well, women and might. even women, you can shave the beard. Sure, it's going to get tedious and you have to do it every day and blah, 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 multiple times a day, yada, yada, yada. But you can't hide antlers. Wear a really. Have you seen Maleficent (laughs) 2 where she tries to hide hers? And then she kills everybody. No, she doesn't. I did see that movie. That's what we were watching in Lubbock when we were all in the. It was all right. Shut up. Uh, So, what did you pick? Beard. Beard. We were both wrong. 63% said grow permanent antlers. Can you believe that? Because I can't. Yo, what? Y'all are stupid. Thank you. (laughs) Would you rather work as a mall Santa for the rest of your life or become the real Santa but have to live in the North Pole? Become the real Santa. I'd say work as a Santa. Mall Santa. Become the real Santa by a lot. 76. Boom. Wow. Shakalaka. Okay. 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 Tied up. Tied up. I don't want no pee-pee pant kids sitting on my lap. <laughs> For the rest of my life? Yeah. But you're only working like a couple months a year. Yeah. You know why? Because in those couple months, they work the equivalent of an entire year. True. Would you rather have an elf on the shelf be alive? Or have Santa actually in your bedroom watching you sleep at night? Santa. All day, every day. <laughs> I don't want no elf in my house at all. I'll at pick, least Santa is... I'll pick the elf. Oh my gosh. <laughs> elf by 63%. Oh my... Mm-mm. Wow. Mm-mm. I agree with you. For the record. I would have chosen the other one too. But I felt like people were going to say elf. Would you rather reach into your stocking and find a dead mouse or reach into your stocking, find a live mouse? 
<laughs> why? Why? And for this your reason... Eyes got, your eyes got really wide after the first one, and I couldn't believe they got wider <laughs> after the second one. <laughs> this is exactly why I don't reach in my stocking. I... Flip it, it upside out. down and dump it out, even though I'm the one that sticks everything in my stocking. <laughs> um, I'm going to say dead. Dead mouse. Dead mouse? Okay, I'll take live. Live mouse. What? 69%. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, Mo. People are weird. Do you remember the year that I found the mouse in my in my Halloween decorations? No. You don't remember that? I don't remember that story. Oh, it's been like five years. Our first fall in the house. Mm-hmm. In your current house? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I went to pull out fall decorations and I could hear rustling. And I'm noticing as I'm pulling out like pumpkins and whatnot that they're they were not the way that I put them in the box. They're not all intact. They're kind of scruffed up. And all of a sudden, up out of the bottom of the box, <laughs> jumps this tiny little mouse and comes running out. And I'm like, I drop the box and I scream and run into the laundry room. I was actually videoing it because I could hear the rustling. So I was like, what is in here? Let me video this for proof. That is also how we came to get our cat, That's Raven. Fantastic. We lived in our house on Ross for two years, and we started hearing a mouse. And like we saw it in our house, and then we saw it like sneak underneath the door into the garage. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I gotta go kill this thing. So I got my tennis racket, <laughs> and I I opened the garage door. And I see him come charging up the stairs. And it was at this moment that I was proud of myself. Because I screamed like a man. (laughs) I swung that door really hard. But I went... (laughs) I was scared. But I did not scream like a little girl. Proof. Proof. All right, would you rather star in a remake of Home Alone or star in a remake of Elf? Home Alone. Really? Home Alone. I would have, I'm genuinely picking Elf. And I'm genuinely picking Home Alone. I've, I figured you and I would agree on Elf. I'm surprised. And it's Elf, obviously. Whatever. 62%. <laughs> I mean, who are you going to be in Elf? The buddy. girl that sings? It'd be Buddy. Or Buddy? Yeah. Me, 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 me. But in what Home the, Alone, what, was <laughs> what the heck was that? That's exactly Are what you it was. Mocking us, <laughs> mocking the elf lovers. <laughs> yeah, maybe just a little. Listen, I like Elf, but when it comes down to the two movies, Home Alone is always the first choice. It is. Always. Answer the phone like Buddy the Elf Day, and you're going to disgrace him on his own day? Well, that's because there's not a Home Is Alone your favorite Day. favorite color black like your heart? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I agree with you that Home Alone is the better movie that will stand the test of time mm. better than Elf. Mm-hmm. 
But for the specific question of what I'd rather star in the remake of, absolutely, Elf. Because we know how the remakes of Home Alone have gone. Terrible. There are five Home Alone movies. Did you even know that? Did you know yes, there were five Yes, actually, of them? I did know that. And they're all garbage after three. <laughs> Th- well, after two. Three, four, and five are all garbage. Three is... Nope, it's garbage. Oh, let me listen. Let me listen. <laughs> three is a good movie if you don't think of it as a Christmas movie because it's not one. It would be fine if they took the Home Alone out of it and just made it its own movie, not at Christmas. Because there's no redeeming like Christmas story to it. That's true. There's nothing about Christmas involved with the plot at all other than it being a present that had the little chip or whatever in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, four and five. Five Garbage. was a made-for-TV movie. Our Amazon, or no, ABC Family. Made Amazon, Family? Amazon Family. Hey, that should be a new thing. <laughs> all right. Continuing with our game, if you're just tuning in. <laughs> Christmas Would You Rather on BuzzFeed. Would you rather spend eight hours untangling Christmas lights or be forced to have Christmas lights on your home that spell out, I'm a big idiot? I'm a big idiot. I concur. We were both wrong. What? <laughs> 59% would rather spend eight hours untangling Christmas lights. All right, how much more are these? Out there? One, two, three, four, five, six. Six more. Okay, here we go. Who? What's the score? Uh, currently, you have two, <laughs> and I have five. Okay. <laughs> you could still win. I could still at this win. Point. Would you rather have a red light-up nose like Roomba, Ru- Rudolph, Roomba, Roomba, Roomba? <laughs> <laughs> a red light-up nose like Rudolph, or be trapped inside the body of a reindeer? <laughs> Walking around like Mister Operation. <laughs> <laughs> Is it water um, on the knee? Operation. I'm going to say the nose. <sighs> yeah, I agree. 61%. Nice. 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 All right. Would you rather wrap a perfectly cube-shaped GIF and have the pattern... Gift. And have the pattern on the wrapping paper line up perfectly? So basically, just the perfect wrapping job. I don't see what's... Or... Take a bite of a warm sugar cookie. Would you rather have a perfectly wrapped present or bite into a warm sugar cookie? I'm getting really, really low with my voice now. It's a ASMR moment. I think I gotta say sugar cookie. Wrapping paper. Now let's simulate a warm sugar cookie. <laughs> <laughs> let's not. Right, here we go. Mm. <laughs> I shouldn't have done the moan. Sorry. You're saying warm sugar cookie? <laughs> I'll say the same thing. Yeah, 51%. <laughs> this whole week. I don't know what we're doing. What are we uh, even doing? We need to move on. Move on. <laughs> would move you along. rather? Would you rather get get every single thing you really want for Christmas, or have your crush confess their love to you on Christmas? So we're not married in this <laughs> scenario. <laughs> um, 
I still want the material stuff. <laughs> See, I'm more sentimental. I do the crush. So we'll do we'll do separate here. Ooh, fifty-eight percent crush. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You're not thinking outside the bun here. Everybody's everybody's <laughs> lying. Would you rather unwrap a gift filled with spiders? Wow. Or have Santa Claus as your roommate for five years? I'll take Santa as my roommate. I agree. 84%. That was a no-brainer. That was not hard. Would you rather have a Christmas tree decorated with just taxidermied rats? Or have a tree decorated with just pictures of Guy Fieri's face? Guy Fieri. I don't know. Why why are they comparing Guy and dead rats? I'll pick rats. They're taxidermy. Shut up. <laughs> 87% says Guy Fieri's face. You only pick dead rats because you can't lose at this point. No, I genuinely thought it might surprise me. <laughs> Would you rather never hear Christmas music again? This is the last one, by the way. Never hear Christmas music again or be forced to listen to Paul McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time 10 times every day for the rest of your life. The moon is right. Spirits up. I'm going with Paul. Simply. <laughs> it's uh, a wonderful Christmas time. I, I was I'm guessing the same as you, but we're both wrong. Really? Uh yeah. Sixty six percent say never hear Christmas music again. That's sad. That is sad. That's a sad way to live your life. You could get that out within the first hour of your day. And then go on for the rest of your life listening to whatever you wanted to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Ten times. That's not a long time. It's not. So so what's like a three minute song? That's 30 minutes. You guys spend 30 minutes listening to one song? Telling you. Yeah, you can knock that out. (laughs) All right. You want to know the totals? No. (laughs) You got six right. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight wrong. Not bad. Not a bad ratio. I got nine right and five wrong. So. Whatever. I'm the winner. That's all I'm trying to say. You got nine right? Yeah. Oh, and I got six right, eight wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun. the one that we did not do. Yep. Oh, and then that other one that was kind of weird. But that was my fault for making it weird. You're so awkward. <laughs> so that took a really long time. And we're starting the main topic here. So we're going to just go through a little bit of it and then save the rest for the next hour. Okay. <clears throat> so we are talking about today 20 mistakes that churches make during Christmas. We might not do all 20. I haven't even read the whole list myself. We're just going to go over it. It's from Facts and Trends, an article by Joe McKeever. Uh, and this is actually an article geared at pastors, but the, the stuff that I did scroll through seemed like most of it could apply to ministry in general. So we'll go over these and see if we have any thoughts. All right. Okay. Number 20, saying, in, saying to the church, I'd like to welcome those of you who've not been here since last Easter. Great to see you. I mean... That's that when you might be true, but it's hurtful. 
Exactly. <laughs> That's when you have to bring out the acronym, think before you speak. Is it true? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Is it necessary? And is it kind? Killer funny. No. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, don't do that. Mm-mm. If you do that, it'll be a long time before they come back. Number 19, planning other events during December. Uh, if they're, you know, there's the, churches do tend to get overwhelmed by events in December already just for Christmas time. But if you start adding like normal things that could be done in November or wait until January, you really start to overload the calendar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we do three really big things here at Highland in one weekend. And it's usually the first weekend of December. And then I'm done for the month. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's such an exhausting weekend. Um, so, yeah, if it's leadership, stewardship, committee meetings, all this kind of stuff, save it mm-hmm. or get it done early. I agree with that one. Yeah. I mean, we're with Eli in school this year for the first time. They, the teacher keeps sending home like a monthly family project. Mm-hmm. And we have not gotten to the December one. And there's like a week left of school. You better get it done. We are never home. There is never time in December to get it done. Every single night we have something to do. It's just driving us nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so add to that most of that's church stuff most of it is being a church 18 don't let a few people lead everything in December because again as we discussed there's a bunch of stuff happening if you put so much load on one or two people they're going to break before the season's over you know what I mean yeah Get lay people. Get other people. Ask around. You all right? What's going on over there? No, you can't make that face and then not address it. Do you not like the term lay people? Is that what it is? You just (laughs) keep going. Did you think I said (laughs) get (laughs) get whatever people? My gosh. I am in the booth with a teenager. (laughs) Your whole face stretched wide across your skull as you tried to hold in your laughter. (laughs) Get lay people in your church. To help out. Uh, number. <laughs> I mean, I was just thinking 18. it would help with the overall stress of the person. <laughs> oh, remember that disclaimer you heard at the beginning of the hour about how sometimes. <laughs> oh gosh, I can't breathe. The jokes can be a little <laughs> inappropriate for younger children. Well, here we are. Mo is the reason. <laughs> I am the reason for that disclaimer. <laughs> I am sorry. 
I am a 34-year-old woman who apparently identifies as a 12-year-old boy. I don't know what to say. This is what you get for your devotion to Adam Sandler your whole life. (laughs) All I'm saying. Sure. All I'm saying. Okay. That might be the most truthful thing you've said all week. (laughs) All right. Number 17. Uh, okay, this one feels like it's just restating what we've already done. Overscheduling, overplanning, overloading, overlooking, and overthinking. Keep it simple, keep it holy, keep it real. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> K-I-F-F. Keep it simple, stupid. 16, forgetting about your own families. Focusing too much on the church projects and church Ooh. things. Not focusing on your family, especially at the holiday season. Yep, that's a big one. Yep. I feel like... I think that one really does especially apply to pastors. Yeah. Because there's just this overwhelming burden. This is this is like, Easter's like the Super Bowl, but it's one Sunday. Christmas is like the, you know, the, it's like the finals, you know. It's like you got a whole month of it's this. It's the playoffs. Yeah, there we go. Playoffs. That's what I was. Yep. I don't do sports, guys. <laughs> Uh, giving it their all. Hey, so Kevin used to say, and someone told him this. I don't remember if it was his previous pastor, but when he went into ministry, he was advised, and I really loved this. Do not sacrifice your family on the, the altar, altar of, of the, the church. church. Yeah, I remember him saying that. Yeah. And I love that. It's a good quote. It's it a good really, line, really it's is. It's a good rule to live by. Yep. There was a, I went to a Promise Keepers event when I was a teenager. Um, and I remember one of the speakers brought up how the fact that the last time, last year, when he was doing this event, he had turned his phone off uh, while he was speaking. And, like, something bad happened during the time he was speaking, during the hour he was speaking. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, I don't remember if it was like a car accident or something, but it was something on that level. Something bad happened, and they were trying to get a hold of him, and he didn't know. Yeah. Um, and so he said, after that, I realized that I've got to keep my family first. Mm-hmm. So I am unapologetically telling you, my phone is on, and if it rings and it's one of my family members, I'm picking it up right here on stage. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> That's a good thing. Uh-huh. I approve of that. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's do one more. Ignoring the needs of those who have lost loved ones during this season. Mm. particularly newly widowed members experiencing their first Christmas alone. Mm. Yeah. That's... Mm-hmm. It's rough. Mm-hmm. Um, the... You know, my dad, my dad passed away in January. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was... It was the day after Christmas that I went... That I flew to Dallas or drove to Dallas. Drove to Dallas. Um, which would be... The beginning of the end for my dad. This was like the beginning of the last hospital visit before he was put on hospice and then passed away. Um, so this is really the first Christmas that mm-hmm. my mom's been without him. Right. And the hospice nurses and staff here uh, put on a like a memorial thing for everybody who's passed away in the area uh, last week. Okay. And, uh, you know, they invited my mom and... Uh, you know, I, I couldn't really tell what it would be, you know, what what it would all involve or how it would even 
touch people, reach people mm-hmm. or anything because it's, you know, going to be a bunch of people. Yeah. And there were like, I don't know, 50 people that they were recognizing. Um, but, um, but she really wanted to go. So, so Deidre and I and the kids, we went with her. And uh, I can't say I got a whole lot out of it. But I could tell my mother really did. Yeah. She was bawling and crying in a way I really haven't seen her do in a long time. And, yeah. And uh, seeing all those nurses again that had cared for my dad so well. She hugged each and every one of them and sobbed into their shoulders yeah. too. And and uh, insisted that we all come up with her to, they, they did like a put a, put an ornament on the tree in memory of each person. So everybody was called, every family was called up individually. And she insisted that we all go up there with mm-hmm. her. And it was a very nice thing. And I really wish that my mother would get more involved with anything mm-hmm. outside of her home. Cause I feel like she would feel that kind of care community more. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. that community more and not just at Christmas, but all the time. But, uh, it's just hard on her. Uh, and I'd be the same way, I think, if I wasn't married. Yeah. Because I'm very much like my mom. Mm-hmm. I feel like if, if I didn't have <laughs> Daedra basically forcing me out into the world, <laughs> I'd become a hermit. Uh, but I could see, just you could just tell how beneficial that was, that one hour. Yeah. And I could see it would be a lot more beneficial all the time mm-hmm. if I could get her to come more often. But yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, just to let them know that they... <clears throat> They haven't been forgotten. Yeah. You know, that that suffering, you're not suffering alone. And that's got to be really hard, especially in like bigger churches, like the church you go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, even with like a staff of pastors, I'm sure the ratio of families who lose a loved one in a year's time is much higher than the amount of staff that you have. And trying to keep track of all those events, especially ones that maybe happened earlier in the year or something like that. It's got to be a difficult task. Yeah. Yeah. That's a hard one. I think, yeah. That's why not just anyone can be a pastor. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I don't think, (laughs) I don't think I could ever be a pastor. I don't have the, I don't have the people skills. (laughs) It takes someone who truly has a heart for people. Yeah. I mean, I love people and all, but I don't want to touch you. <laughs> I don't need to remember all your business. <laughs> all right, let's take a break. We'll come back and do the rest of these in the next hour. Uh, we'll continue our list of mistakes churches make at Christmas time. But for now, it is Winter Wonderland Wednesday. And so yep. we're going to kick off this block of music with three Christian songs. We'll be back at the top of the hour. Stick around, man.
Welcome back to the Background Morning Show. Uh, during the break there, Mo was kind enough to show me some injuries from a friend of ours who snapped his flipping ankle off. Yeah. It's disgusting. So yep. now I'm in a terrible mood. I just want you to know that. Coming into this. So sorry. <laughs> Try not to vomit as we speak. It's not your ankle. I don't know why you're in a bad mood. <laughs> Just saying. I can feel it. I can feel it in my ankle now. But can you, though? <laughs> can you? Background news. There's a lot of cheesy holiday gift ideas, including ornaments filled with real cheddar, as we talked about earlier in the week. But perhaps the cheesiest gift of all is one that fills your home with the sweet smell of the stuff. Qdoba Mexican Eats now has a limited edition queso candle aka the ideal gift for the dairy addict in your life clearly inspired by the chain's signature three cheese queso see okay so the whole ankle picture makes you like get covered in goosebumps and want to vomit the thought of a queso candle does that to me really like there's no need for that whatsoever so Why? you're fine with a chocolate chip cookie candle, but you I'm don't want to smell I'm not fine with a chocolate chip cookie candle because I will crave chocolate chip cookies right, forever. Right, this grosses you out? Yes, a queso <laughs> candle. There are some things that, yes, taste good, but don't need to fill my home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. But I feel like I have the experience like you have with the cookie one. I feel like it would make me want chips and queso. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then again, nachos is like your favorite thing to eat. So. They really are. They really are. All right. Let's go back to our list. We were listing things that churches, churches do, do wrong. Mistakes that churches make in December. Uh, this, again, comes from Facts and Trends, an article called 20 Mistakes Pastors Make During Christmas by Joel McKeever. Um, as I said, as I read through this, you know, this can apply to a lot of people in the church or the church as a whole, most of these anyway. Uh, number 14, giving no thought to those in the congregation who grew up with bad or negative memories of the season, whether from an alcoholic parent, abusive family, or a tragedy. This is something that we experience like at Mother's Day, too. You know, we have that. Let's celebrate Mother's Day, but then you got to remember, oh, well, there are people in the congregation that like maybe have lost a child or, or had a had a miscarriage, and there are people that have lost their mother recently, or thing like that. That's a really difficult line to tread. Mm-hmm. Then, let alone an entire month of December. Yeah. Um, what I mean, what do we do in that situation? Is the only answer just not really celebrate? Like, I don't see that being a possibility in Christmas. No. Is it, but like a Mother's Day, do we just not, not celebrate Mother's Day or put a focus on it? Or, I mean, it's a hard, it's a hard decision to make. There, it is a hard feel, decision to make. Because you feel for those people a lot. Absolutely. And so I think that that's where the whole idea of community and yeah. being a church comes into play. Because you get to know the people around you. You know the things that are happening in their everyday life. Mm -hmm. You know that Chris lost his mother, and so it may be difficult for him. Matt lost his dad. It may be difficult for him at Father's Day. So instead of just kind of forgetting about it, covering it up, pretending like it doesn't exist, we go and have those hard conversations. Hey, are you all right? Yeah. Is everything okay? You know? Okay. Yeah, I see that. So... 
make it a point to seek out those individuals that you know are having a tough time. Yeah. Uh, and have a one-on-one kind of conversation with them while still celebrating with the congregation. Sure. Yeah. I guess that's really the only way to do it. Yeah. And there has to come a time where as the person who's grieving or the person who's been hurt, you know, say in the case of, like, I think of so many people in Celebrate Recovery, holidays are difficult because they come from abusive family situations. Yeah, a lot of them. You know? And so a lot of those memories, childhood memories, are tied to holidays. Mm -hmm. And so that's a big relapse period for a lot of people who are in recovery. Um, But at some point, it falls on that person's shoulders to be responsible for their feelings and their emotions and moving on to the next phase. You know, we can be sad and we can be in pain, we can be mourning, but that doesn't last forever. We need to walk out, step out of it, yeah. allow it to happen, and then move past it. I agree with that. I can't add anything to that. You're welcome. <laughs> Number 13, <laughs> failing to make the most of the heightened interests in families, children, and togetherness of the season. Uh, it says that this is a great time for baby dedications, for instance, as well as efforts to encourage missing members to come back. A baby, I've never really thought of a baby dedication at Christmas. But what better time to have a baby yeah. dedication? Yeah, I've never thought of it, but it makes perfect sense. It's always Mother's Day or Father's Day. Is it ever Father's Day? I don't think no, I've ever experienced really, it on Father's but... Day. Father's Day is a afterthought. <laughs> Which is why Mother's Day is in May and we Father's Day is in June. <laughs> You know, at our church, we get a, you know, we give a little gift or whatever to all the mothers and to all the fathers on Mother's Day and Father's Day. And I'm pretty sure the last three Father's Day, we've gotten the exact same gift because they bought a whole bunch (laughs) that first year. Is it a mug? (laughs) No, it's like a flashlight, like a keychain flashlight. (laughs) Oh. Okay. I'm like, really? The same one? I mean, I know they run out, but... (laughs) It's an annual gift. You need it once a year. It's my annual keychain flashlight. (laughs) (sighs) It's a tradition at this point. That's right. (laughs) Twelve. This is an interesting one. Overly decorating the worship center. They say, people need to know this is a place of worship and of prayer, not a competitor with the local department store. Leave room at the front for people to pray in the services and space for those responding to an invitation to trust Christ. So I guess this is specifically like on the altar. Yeah. Overly decorating the altar to where it's no longer an altar. It's a giant nativity scene or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to go down there and pray, but there's a donkey on the steps. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I can kind of get that. Like, I, I like having the tree. I will say, in comparison... To the two churches, okay? Highland decorates for Christmas beautifully in comparison to my current church. Really? That's surprising. Beautifully. And that was one of the first things. So our friends, Sippy and Samantha, they also go to the same church. And their first Christmas there, I can remember her saying the same thing. And we were still here at Highland. And I was like, whatever. Okay. But our first Christmas last year, I was like, oh, 
she wasn't lying. <laughs> and it's not that they don't decorate, but in comparison to the two, Highland has these two beautiful trees that are decorated and they're just gorgeous on the on the stage. Like in the back of the, the altar. Right. Area. Yeah. Right. It's a backdrop. But they're they definitely beautiful. don't overtake the stage by any means. Right. Um, they're not overwhelming, whereas Central's is kind of underwhelming. It just kind of leaves you like, oh. <laughs> One of them tiny store-bought trees from the 1990s. It's a tall, skinny tree that doesn't have ornaments on it. It just has No lights. ornaments? Oh, okay. It's got lights. It has lights. I was no imagining ornaments. just a tree. I'm just like, you just put a tall, skinny tree in there? Yeah. Um, so. I will say, I've questioned Central's uh, you better... Devotion to Christmas. Oh. Ever since... Uh, <laughs> ever since they were advertising a kids program. I know. <laughs> that's a, that had the word Christmas in it. And they were they were going to replace... They were going to put a cross in the word, replacing a letter. And the obvious... Where's the obvious letter that the you would T. replace? The T. They replaced the I. Yeah. In Christmas. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it was Christmas. So I've become pretty good friends with the media person. <laughs> and so I think I'm going to bring that up to her this year. Is she the one that designed it? Uh, I'm pretty sure she is. <laughs> like what? So, yeah, I'm what, just going to ask what, her. What happened there? What, what was going on in your mind when you did that? Yeah, I'm just going to ask her. I mean... Yeah, I just saw that. It was on a poster at SNS Supermarket hanging mm-hmm. up the flyer for the thing. And I'm just like, what is going on here? I was appalled. I was shocked and appalled. Well, and you being who you are. <laughs> of course, yeah, it's me because I am overly sensitive to design. Because I could just send Matt and say, listen, this is what I want. This is my vision. I need these words and kind of this theme. And he'd put it together and it looked like something you'd have to pay for. And she didn't. She ignored my bill. (laughs) (laughs) Left the church in debt. (laughs) What was the last thing I made for you? Chris's slideshow. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember that. That yeah. was that was nice. That was a good gift or good present, whatever it was. I'm like the best gift giver that ever. Was, that was a great idea. I'm pretty bomb. <laughs> I still have it but saved then, on my computer. I normally delete my things, but I still have that. Sorry. Listen, whatever. I'm about to be for real honest and vulnerable up with our listeners. Okay. I will make Ready? way. Here we go. When is Chris's birthday? Do you remember? No. In April. Right, I do remember that. When is my birthday? August? July. July. So, Two months before mine. Uh-huh. So his birthday comes before mine in the year, mm-hmm. right? So, like, I gave him this really awesome, sentimental, heartfelt, meaningful gift that had him in tears at the end of it. It had my whole family in tears there was no at the easy end feat. of it. You had to get video from all over the friggin' planet. Yeah. For it. Yeah. Yeah. And afterwards, later on that day, he says, well, I guess I know. He asks how 
how I put it all together, you know. Yeah. Well, of course, Matt did it. It was my <laughs> idea. I got all these videos from everybody. He put it into a slideshow and, and he made it. And Chris says, well, I guess now I know who to go to whenever I want to give you a really great birthday gift. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you do. And then my birthday rolls around. And much like I'm doing this year for my stocking, it was, I'll take you shopping and you can pick whatever you want. No! (laughs) That is not what any woman wants. We are completely off topic right now, but Christmas is how many days away? Six days away? Six, seven days away. We are a week away. Men, you have seven days. Go out and find your wife something sentimental and meaningful that she is going to love because... If you just give her cash or a gift card or the promise to take her somewhere to buy whatever she wants, you're going to be in the doghouse. She may not tell you, but she's going to hold on to it for at least six months, like I am doing right now. (laughs) Just saying. Holy moly. Marriage advice from Mo. We are spilling the tea here. (laughs) Back room morning show. Okay. I'm just what, saying, what I'm doing? saving some marriages right now. <laughs> 20 mistake churches make in December. Okay, number 11. Preaching a myth-busting sermon against Santa Claus. Really? I mean, yeah, I mean, this happens. Some, Don't you remember really? the, that viral video last year? That pastor that was going to the mall with a oh, megaphone? Oh, that's right. Santa's yeah. not real. Santa's an anagram for Satan. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So mean. Yeah. So rude. Yeah. Santa Claus is real, people. Maybe not maybe not real in the way you think of him. But he's real. Santa is in the hearts of all those who love Christmas. <laughs> Santa is in the hearts of all those husbands who actually buy their wives gifts. <laughs> Okay, next up on the list, preaching an entire message on how no one knows the exact date of Jesus' birth or how December 25th was originally a pagan festival. Just shut up. You know... We all know. Can we move on? Can we just move on? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Okay, number nine. Turning over every worship service during December. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, where? Huh? What? Huh? Hold on. Yeah. Turning over every worship service during December. Symbol. The symbol. To musical programs. Okay. So I think this is saying, like letting the children do the music every week or the youth or whatever, like have a musical Christmas performance instead of it being worship time, not having a dedicated worship time. Yeah, that's what I... And yeah. not necessarily the children. Right, right. But like... Anybody, yeah. Yeah. If it's just a if it's a performance and not a worship time. Yeah, this Sunday yeah. we're having the children's play. Next Sunday the choir is doing their performance. Right. The following Sunday we're having the adult play. Okay, but where is the time for the worship and the sermon? Right. We need the time for both. Yeah. 
Uh, number eight, failing to adequately promote your church's special programs in the community. This is this is something that we struggle with a lot here at Highland. Okay. Is advertising outside of the church. You know what I mean? It's difficult. It's difficult to do. Mm-hmm. Especially when you have very little money in the budget for advertising. Yeah. <clears throat> um, number seven, filling... The house with outsiders, first-timers, and visitors with failing to present the gospel message. Mmm. Okay. I mean, it's about the birth of the Savior. <laughs> if you can't find a message in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, number six, missing out on all the, the class parties and special programs. Uh, as much as possible, try to enjoy as many of the special activities happening in your church this time of year. Even if you can't go to all of them or stay the whole time, make an effort to spend time with the people from your congregation outside of the church building. Yes. I like that. Mm-hmm. Number five, preaching the same tired old sermons and rerunning the same stale stories you've used for the 30 years. This is a preacher-focused one right here. <laughs> I mean... Okay, so our pastor has been preaching for 30 years. For holidays, he does have a folder full of like Thanksgiving sermons and Christmas sermons, but he's got a lot of them. He's got at least seven of each. So in that case, if he's rotating through them, updating them slightly for the year, I kind of feel like that's fine. You know what I mean? Sure. It's highly doubtful that the same people were here seven years ago to hear the same message or that they would remember it. But yeah, if you only have like one or two and you just go back to them every single year, that's noticeable. Mm-hmm. Especially like if your church puts their sermon videos up online. <laughs> like, oh, same one from two pages ago. Yeah. <laughs> I I can get that. Yeah. At the same time, I also feel like <laughs> it falls at some point, it falls on the listener as well to remember specifically when we're talking about holidays and you said it in the last one it's the birth yeah and so we're gonna talk about the birth of jesus right and then his life i think i think it's more saying just like the specific sermon like you're using the same notes the same outline right instead of switching it up a bit still be the same topic but just rewriting it different ways focus on a different aspect only speaking from experience, and only saying this because we've shared it with Kevin before, but we had friends who visited on Kevin's first Easter here at Highland. Yeah. It was their very first Sunday ever coming here. They had just moved here. And they decided not to ever come back to Highland because Kevin didn't preach anything that they had never heard before. It was Easter Sunday, my friend. Right, yeah. That's, that's kind of <laughs> when you used to share the basics. <laughs> Yeah, so that's true. In that aspect, <laughs> let's be understanding. Easter, Easter's when we really push the fundamentals because <laughs> we're preparing for the season. All right. Uh, number four, getting too innovative with novel themes and bizarre ideas. Okay. I mean, we don't got to elaborate. We all know those churches that get all weird with stuff. 
Just let Christmas be Christmas, y'all. Number three, not offering a Christmas Eve service. Okay. This, I, and, I, and I do agree with this. This seems to be like an expected thing. It's a tradition. At all churches. Yeah. For even families that don't attend church regularly. Yeah. You go to church on Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. You go to the service. So, yeah. We do that. We I do kind that. of wonder if it originated with the Catholic. I'm assuming it had to have. Most yeah. things did. Yeah. I think. <laughs> uh, I mean, we've gotten rid of a few things like the kneeling. Thank the Lord. Yes. Stand up, kneel, sit down. Kneel, stand up, kneel, sit down. Boy, stand that, up, kneel. That guy kneels really confused. <laughs> What do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Neil. <laughs> I don't care if it's sitting up or standing. Just just pick one. Tell me one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> Side jokes. But no, I, you know, I grew up Catholic. I grew up going to Mass every dang day yeah. in that school. And just... I mean, most of it you're sitting... And like normal, when you're singing, you're standing. Mm -hmm. But there's just like a section. It's like the middle. It's like the middle. Or maybe I don't even know how to say it. If you cut the service into four parts, it's like the third part. And during that third part, it's like Neil, get up. Neil, get up. Neil, get up. Neil, get up. Can't we just stay down? There's no part that's more reverent when we're sitting. Mm -hmm. Let's just all stay kneeling till we're done. Unless the thing's not padded. Because at that point, like if the padding's worn down, like they're all padded, I think. But if the padding's worn down. Then Some it's of the older worn. ones aren't padded, though. Really? Yeah. Just wooden? Just wooden. Straight up wood on yes. me? Oh. No, so, and you. here's the thing you know, my dad was Catholic. He grew up Catholic. but Right. I forgot about that. Um, so, when we would go to visit family and go to their church or whatever some of his friends were still catholic we would go to their church um there was one good way to tell whether or not the person who is in the church is catholic or not and that is in that section of the service when every catholic person knows you stand up you kneel you sit down you stand up. they and then you've got me that's like what 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 am I doing? I don't know. What am I doing? I don't know where I'm up or down. <laughs> doing this awkward dance <laughs> in the middle of what's supposed to be a very reverent time because they're praying and it's, I don't know. I'm I'm so confused. Everyone starts getting down off their seats. Did, did y'all drop a contact? What's going on? Yeah. How, how can I help? Mm -hmm. Are you falling? What's going on? All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Number two, being too busy and too tired to celebrate and worship with your own family. I think that ties in with the earlier one about the family uh, overdoing it on Christmas stuff and not paying enough time, enough attention to your own family. And lastly, not reading aloud the biblical Christmas story several times in church this month. Before the new year comes, make sure your people have heard the story of the incarnation several times. What do you think about that? I gotta... That's a little hard for me. Only because, like... During the Christmas season, really, how many times are we meeting? 
And for you to say several times that essentially we're reading the same passage every time we meet in the entire month of December. Yeah. At least that's what they're expecting. That's what and I... it's not a short story either. Right. I mean, it would it'll take up a good 10, 15 minutes if you tell it slowly, distinctively, and with emotion. Yeah. That's a lot of the service, <laughs> like you said. Yeah. Definitely at least once. Sure. Maybe twice if you do it during a normal Sunday and then do it Christmas Eve. Yeah. And I think I am all about the sermon series. Like, I love a good sermon series. Mm -hmm. And so if you can come at a sermon series from the Christmas story. Yeah. Then I think that's, yeah, I think that's a really good way to, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a good way to cover this one, but not, because then what you're going to end up having is people that are going to be like, well, I know what pastor's going to talk about this morning. I ain't going. (laughs) I wonder what he's going to read today. Heard the sermon last (laughs) week. Don't need to hear it again. See you in January. So mostly a good list. We agree with most of the stuff on here. Yeah. 20 Mistakes Pastors Make During Christmas by Joel McKeever over at factsandtrends.net. Check it out. There's a little more to it. We didn't read everything. Uh, you can see it in its original context over there. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, before we close out this hour, I've got two polls. I know we only do this once a week normally, but I, it's Christmas time. So you can take it and like it. <laughs> um, we on. did. I did a... Uh, Two Little Debbie Christmas polls. Okay. 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 I'm asking favorites here for Little Debbie snack cakes that come out at Christmas time. Okay. The first poll is Christmas tree treats. Okay. They have okay. several treats that are shaped like Christmas trees. And I asked, which is the best Christmas tree Little Debbie treat? The vanilla tree cake. That's that classic. The white frosting with the red stripes and the little green glitter sugar crystals. Mm-hmm. The chocolate tree cake, which is... Relatively new. Last few years, it's been brought out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Holiday Spice Tree Cake. That's okay. really new. I think last year was the first year it came out. And then the Frosted Tree Brownie. With the green frosting and the little galaxy. It's a cosmic brownie, but yeah. in the shape of a tree. Exactly. And the cosmic pieces are the ornaments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So what did you think people voted on as the best one? The original vanilla tree cake. Absolutely. Now yeah. guess how percentage-wise. 67%. Close. 59%. So well over half said vanilla tree cake. Uh, number two was the frosted tree brownie at 24%. Number three was the chocolate tree cake at 14 And number four was 3%, the holiday spice tree cake. But I think that's mainly because most people haven't had it yet. Yeah. Um, it looks good. But what if was I'm... number two? The chocolate tree cake. Okay. Yeah. Which I don't care for. I don't like it at all. I think that the brownie is way better than the chocolate tree cake. Yes, absolutely. But that vanilla tree cake, that is my absolute all-time That's where it's at. favorite little mm-hmm. Debbie treat of all time any time of the year. Yep. So dang good. Okay, so that one was an easy one. We're going to go to one that was a little bit harder when we talked about the other Christmas treats that aren't shaped like trees that Little Debbie comes out with every year. Little Debbie Christmas poll number two, which is the best non-tree shaped Christmas treat from Little Debbie? 
the eggnog cake roll. Which looks like a uh, Swiss, Swiss, Swiss cake roll. Swiss cake roll, but eggnog flavored. The cherry cordial cookies. A little sandwich cookie with a cherry cream covered in chocolate. The gingerbread men cookies. A little soft baked frosted gingerbread men. Or the North Pole Nutty Buddies. Nutty Buddy Bar covered in white chocolate and those red stripes. Which do you think was the number one? Nutty Buddy. Good job. 43% said North Pole Nutty Buddies, followed closely by 37% of the gingerbread men cookies. Mm -hmm. I knew it. Yep. Uh, Eggnog cake roll come in a third with 11%. So the cherry cordial cookies, 9%. Yeah, because they're gross. They're gross? Really? They're nasty. Oh. I've never had any of these things. Uh, well, I haven't had the eggnog roll. Have not. I think that's that relatively new too. In yeah. The last couple of years. Yeah. Because I don't remember seeing that, and that was I had a lot of comments that said I've never heard of the eggnog roll, cake roll. But the gingerbread cookie is amazing. Is it good? I mean, again, if I'm gonna go Christmas, Little Debbie, I'm gonna get the tree. Yeah. But those have always been like. Maybe I can get those sometime. Mm-hmm. I just never wind up doing it. Okay. Well, you know what? I think that rounds out our third hour here. We're going to go into a music break. We're going to kick it off with some Christmas music. Stick around. We'll be back soon to close out the show. back to the Back Row Morning Show as we close out the show. We got your Bible verse and thought for the day. Bible verse for the day is Luke 1, 68-70. Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come to his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he said through his holy prophets of long ago. And our thought for the day comes from Greg Laurie. Jesus took his place in a manger so that we might have a home in heaven. Thank you for joining us today. We are here every Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific, with an encore at 10 Eastern and 7 Pacific. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I cut you off, didn't I? I, I, had, to, I had to stop the burp <laughs> and you jumped right in. You did the right thing. I just, it was my fault. Go ahead, read your part. I'll come back at mine. <laughs> at Back Row Radio. That, that is... Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram (laughs) at Back Row Radio. And join our laughter-inducing Facebook community, Back Row Baptist Church, by going to backrowbaptist.com. If you love what we do here on the Back Row Morning Show and Back Row Radio as a whole, please consider partnering with us at patreon.com slash backrowradio, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash backrowradio. 
We have incentives for every level of giving, including just $1. And for $1, you will get access to our full show podcast every day that we air. Uh, however, if, uh, if, if you need a taste... <laughs> First, you can listen to our main uh, podcast feed over at Podbean, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that. And it'll give you a, a nice solid clip every day uh, from the show. Uh, so you'll get a good uh, between 12 and 30 minute clip uh, from the show every day. But if you want the full roughly hour to hour and a half each day, sign up at patreon.com slash radio. For as little as a dollar a month. Help us out. Keep this ministry growing and going. We'd uh, be appreciative of it. Mo is looking into the depths of space as I'm talking. I'm just listening to you. <laughs> is that how you listen to the radio? <laughs> Staring a hole in one part of the wall. <laughs> Eyes wide open. Listen, I saw I you out of my ghost. peripherals. Do your little arm. He completely did. I do talk with my hands. On the radio, and I realize how stupid that is. And I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> he really is. Uh, it's 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 what's what's it called when you do it? It's involuntary. That's what it is. There you go. Hey. Also, if uh, if, 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 if I'm not gonna talk anymore, I'm so tired. It's been a long morning. <laughs> you still have our old app on your phone? Delete it. So we've abandoned it. Because they have abandoned us, those app stores. Uh, <laughs> instead, we have appified backrowradio.com. Our website works just like an app. Uh, you can save our homepage to your phone home screen as if it were an app. Uh, by going to backrowradio.com on your phone's browser, clicking on the settings or share button, which should have an option reading add to home screen. This will add a cool quick link to our homepage and stream just like you were opening an app. Uh, so yeah, get rid of those apps. They're dead now. They they need to be buried and get with the, the program over at backwardradio.com. It'll always be there for you. That's it for the show. Mo, what's the final word? We wish you a wonderful winter wonderland Wednesday. That's it for the show. If you need us, we'll be in the bag. Bye!